Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Was it a waste of time or did we really do some good in the world? I'm back. Are you talking about this show? Yeah. Uh, uh, mostly a waste of time every day, the show. I'm conflicted, friends. You know, I spent uh, the last three days in Washington, D.C. with NMDP, formerly Be The Match, and we were doing good work. We were doing the work of the electorate, of the American people. We were trying to get donor leave. We were trying to get so, so people, you know, a bill for donor leave so people can donate without fear of losing their job and also an increase in funding for the registry. This is great work, okay? And should we, be. Should be right, great work. Should right. be beneficial. So – and I'm still conflicted about the whole lobbying process because here's, here's how it goes down. And this is no criticism of NMDP. They did an extraordinary job organizing us, sending 50 people to the Hill from different states. We, I went with the Minnesota delegation and we visited with uh, five or six uh, you know, members of Congress, uh, Senator Tina Smith's um, staff, uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar's staff, Tom Emmer's staff, Dean Phillips' staff, Betty McCollum's staff, and Brad Finstead's staff, six people. We reached out to Ilhan Omar, who is my congressperson. A, a, a separate company reached out to set up all of these appointments, and uh, they never heard back from Omar's office. I guess uh, either she's tough to schedule or they, they couldn't schedule one with her, so we didn't get to see her staff. But Adam, you don't meet with the actual senator or congressperson. You meet with uh, a member of their staff who I'm sure is a very, very smart, well-educated person. But, you know, they're about 26 years old and you hand them your packet and you do your spiel. And I have learned that the spiel is curated for everybody who goes in. You introduce yourselves. You tell a story about while you're there. Mine is, of course, a sad story about how I got leukemia twice and a bone marrow transplant saved my life. Uh, the man next to me was about how his son lost his battle with leukemia. And then um, somebody closes and asks, will, can you support the Donor Leave Act and will you increase the funding? And then we shut our mouths. So it was a really good system. We felt we were being very effective. We had lots of materials for them. And then they would say either, well, this seems like something we can get on board with or we can't co-sponsor because mm -hmm. she's a member of a committee or they would give an answer. And then they would say, OK, I'm meeting with the senator or the congressperson next week and I will bring this to them with a recommendation. So it's like, are you really going to do that? Yeah. Are, are you really going to bring it to them with a recommendation? I mean, we have to trust the staffers to do that. And while we felt good about what we were doing, advocating for a cause that we really believe in – I wonder if this is the best use of the way Congress functions to get stuff done. Probably not, but it is what it is. But and we weren't we... the only ones. It was medical week. So the podiatrists were there. The neurologists were there. The kidney people were there. The rare disease people yeah. were there. Like they, they must have had 10 meetings a day with people yeah. that just exact pitch like us. And unless you really connect, like it just That's... seems wasteful. Uh, and – too, I was, you know, when you when, when we talked on the air on Monday, it wasn't or Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. 
I was kind of giving you grief. Well, you know, the senator should be there to meet you. I, the part of me is kind of like that's they should. Yeah, but at the same, but at the same time, I get it because if they've got twenty or thirty, I have no idea how many a day. That's all they would do. That's all they would do. They wouldn't Mm -hmm. have any other time to do you know the the real things they're supposed to be doing like fundraising. Uh, But that's again, it's. it's Well, you hit the nail on the head. It's the system we have. They, you ask any. Congressperson or senator, and they will say they spent fifty to eighty percent of their time fundraising. Yeah, they do. I have heard right. them say oh, yeah. that, especially members of the House of Representatives. Exactly. Two year terms. Okay, so wouldn't this be a better system if you if instead of fundraising, they actually spent their time with constituents, hearing the concerns, and giving a yes or no? Because what we did was they need to fund a staff to hear our pitches, and then the staff meets with the senator or congressperson, yeah. to, to do that. What if we just meet it and they said yes or no right there because that was their feeling? Then they wouldn't have to go through this whole rigmarole, maybe have less staff or send people out to fundraise. I, I just, the system seems very broken. Do you them. think senators and congresspeople do enough to uh, hear not only advocacy groups like the one you were mm-hmm. part of, but also their constituents? Or do you think it's impossible for them to um, give enough attention it can't, like, it can't be possible for them to give it up. There aren't enough hours in the day right. to hear everybody. Because I remember a couple of weeks ago you were complaining about, I think it was Ilhan Omar, about how like you many times you've sent her emails. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all the and time. And that you never get responses. No. I'll get maybe a form letter. A form. You know, thank right. you. We received your email. We'll look at right. it. You know, that and while thing. frustrating, I'm sure that is, mm-hmm. do you expect anything more? I mean, no, for the current system that we have? Well, that's that's the thing. I don't. And that's why I looked at this experience. And again, this is not a reflection on NMDP. They do incredible work. And I posed this to them. I said, are we being effective? Is this going to work? Right. Is this the best way to do this? Is this the best way to do this? That's a tough question to ask because they obviously want you to be an advocate for them and you trust in them. Of course. And it's the... But that's a legitimate question. I think a lot of us are afraid to ask that. Is Like, is this the best way to do things? Right now, this is the only way. And and they and they explained to me, Jordana, you know, the 25 year old staffer that you're meeting with now in five years is going to have a higher position. You know, if they stay, if they don't get frustrated, if they don't get fired, if the person stays in office. Correct. So they said you're building relationships and NMDP has done an amazing job over the years of building relationships and getting great legislation passed. And again, they are amazing. And I'm honored to have been with them representing them. This is more of a commentary on government and how it operates. And, And I came back. Con- still conflicted. I don't have an opinion that this is a terrible way or this is the best way because I'm I'm not as educated about how everything works. I don't work in government and God willing, I never will. That would be you know, a terrible fate, I think. I don't know who would want to be Good benefits. Office. Good benefits. I guess. I guess. But um, it seems – it just seems wasteful. It, it seems like there's so many processes. And also we couldn't get meetings with all of our elected officials. I mean if we – we had a, a – a, a, a company that just does this called Soapbox. It sets up for all the lobbyist organizations. You know, you hire them and they reach out to the Congress people's offices and, and get you a meeting. And they were very efficient. But they still couldn't get us into Ilhan Omar's office. That's it. And the, I mean, the fact that we need that system to have a company like that I to know. do that, to like set that up. Exactly. And again, that, that's, that raises a question. Are they that efficient? Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's like, okay, we do this all the time. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what causes. Here's how we schedule this. So this is you, you, you. Mm-hmm. When there's really no thought given to the actual cause. 
Oh, and no, I'm not they're, saying, they're just a facilitator. That's what I'm saying. There's, I mean, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I guess we we do prioritize certain causes over the others, but like, who's to say this cause is more important than the other cause? And I think the, where you were going, and I cut you off so, so earlier, mm-hmm. sorry about that, mm-hmm. is my point is, and the cynic in me says, this is all just show that the real deals, the people who are really important, that really have the influence, aren't going and signing up through Soapbox. They're meeting mm-hmm. high-level staffers or the senators and congresspeople themselves mm-hmm. after hours in the smoky room or the bar down the street, and that's where really deals get done. I wonder. And that this is all performative, that, hey, we're here, just much in the same way most congressional hearings are performative. They're not legitimate question and answer sessions. Mm-hmm. They're a chance for Congress people to get on a soapbox and scream and and raise money. Mm-hmm. And that is part of the problem. So in that, I think I don't want to minimize your effort or NMDB's effort. Did I say it right? Yes, correct. Thank you. It's becoming uh, – we're, we're getting it. We're getting it. Mm-hmm. But I, fe- I don't want to be cynical, but I feel like it's just performative. And I hope it works out, and I hope that what you gave those staffers mm-hmm. will get to the right spot and that Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith and Tom Emmer and mm-hmm. Brad Finstead and all the others will actually give that consideration, but I'm not hopeful. See, and I, I don't want to be cynical. I, I was going all starry-eyed thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm part of this process. You, you should. Know, I'm and part it, of I mean, this system. Right. You know, at 51, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I can help make a change. And, and I hope that NMDP is doing that. And I hope that – I hope of, among hope that that we are – we did make a difference because a lot of people took – you know, we were all volunteers. No one was getting – I took vacation days. You know, people took vacation days from their life yep. and, and you know, made time to go there. So people were volunteering. And I want to believe that we made a difference and that NMDP's efforts and a lot of money goes into lobbying and things like that. But um, – I want to believe that we made a difference. I just think our system is broken in Washington and we could no, no, we could do a better – I know this is not anything life-shattering. It's just I've had this experience now right. and I, I'm, I didn't come home starry-eyed and said, yes, we made such a difference. And the staffers were lovely. Again, this is not a condemnation of yep. anybody that we met. It's just me thinking about process, process. – I said Canadian there for a minute. Process. Yeah, process. Yeah. Uh, about process – and if we could do this better and if we're really making a difference and there's – because here's the deal. We were asking for money in 2025. This is a $2 million increase for the registry in 2025 and they're all looking down the nose of a shutdown on Saturday. Right. You know, as this was before we heard that Which they're not going to shut down. Well, yeah, but, yeah. and, 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 uh, and they're going to kick the can down the road. It still might. Oh, temporary and it's going to be another month right. or so, two months. When so we they're do it looking again. at us going, well, we think this is great for 2025, but you know, we still have to figure out 2024. And I'm like, oh my God, smack my head. This is a mess. And I feel bad for these staffers because they really can't even talk about 2025 until they get their stuff and not their stuff, you know, Mike Johnson's stuff yeah. figured out by 2024. So. So I feel conflicted. I'm so glad I had the opportunity. I would totally go get whatever NMDP wants me to do. I will totally do whatever they want. I believe in the cause. Mm-hmm. The cause is real. Of course. Uh, so love what they're doing. It's just our government that it's just the inefficiencies were very blatant. It's a swamp. It's a swamp. I was part of the swamp. It's where ideals go to die. Swimming in the swamp DC. this year. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We're getting texts, but. Should Jordana feel more enlightened, more proud of what she did, or should she be cynical and 
derail about what happened. And if anybody else has lobbied, if they've gone to Washington and done their thing, because I have had or friends. Or here in the state. Yes, yes. It, it happens here, too. Correct. I'd like to know that, like, it, did they come away thinking, yes, they really made a difference? It was euphoric, like the nights we were together, me and, and the teams, the teams and I, excuse me, and we felt good about what we were doing. We told our stories. We teared up. Yeah. But, like, we put so much emotion and belief into what we're doing and I, I wonder if the staffers are just like, okay, put it on the, put yeah. it on the pile, and we'll see how it goes. I, I feel conflicted. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Back with uh, more of your t- calls and texts next on CCO. Uh, Jordana, you did make a difference if your organization donates enough money to the politicians. Well, I'll tell you this. An MDP, amazing organization, they are a true 501c3. They do not have a PAC. A political action committee can donate money. NMDP, <clears throat> formerly Be the Match, does not have a PAC. So all the money that you donate to them, rightfully so, goes to patients and right. research. Which it should. Which it I should. Mean, they're, they're, I, I say that, that, that when I donate to whether it's LLS or whatever it is, mm-hmm, yes. you hope that obviously that some, if not all, goes to research. But, patients, yes, But it course. also it has to go to um, political donations. Because that's just well, not if they don't make political donations. Like NMDP doesn't make political doesn't make donations. it all. So it's no. just so they just rely on what you guys on did what on we Washington. did. Okay. Correct. They rely and whatever secret meetings their high ups have with actual senators and Congress people. You know, I'm I'm assuming that people that are higher up than me have other relationships also yeah. that, like you said, are working on behind the scenes, which they should be. Well, that's the question. I mean, do you feel confident that that grassroots effort meeting? Um, with staffers going to Washington would have the same effect as a monetary donation. I don't at all. That's the broken system. I don't at all. I of think money talks. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the old, uh, it's the old saying. Yeah. Um, but it's true. And I wonder if you get an actual meeting with the lawmaker. Oh, I'm sure you do. Depending if you if you got some zeros behind your. Uh, the check you're writing, of course, money buys access. Someone asked, this texter said, did you hear if others from other states actually met with their senators or representatives? Yeah. Um, most met with staffers. I think there were uh, one or two that the staff person actually was there. I think Senator Ted Cruz, they got a photo with Senator Ted Cruz. Really? I think he, well, but I think he was also like passing oh, by and a, they got the picture. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> bravo to Ted for right. meeting with them. right. And see, that was another thing. You have to completely put your politics Park your politics, aside. of course. Yes. 100%. I mean, if Ilhan Omar comes out and she's there and she says, this is a near and dear cause to my heart. I mean, tell me about that. Well, how would you react to that? And I would. And I would have to park my thoughts right. on her but anti-Semitism. Would, or I, I would change the way you view her. And, and they gave us that training. No matter what you think of this politician, you're here for this cause. And... Betty McCollum is not a fan of Israel. And and I went in and told my story. I mean, we, again, we didn't get to meet with them. Mm-hmm. But – and these, I have no idea what the politics right. of the staffers are. And uh, who knows if they're aligned or they just want a job, which again is strange. But that happens too. That's um, always a big question I have. Yeah, yeah. Staffers, like do, do they – I mean there's no mm-hmm. way they fully politically align. I'm sure in some cases. But I think it's a job above ideals. Which again, I might struggle with a little <laughs> <Right>. bit. <laughs> right. I might like, how do you sleep at night if you're. Yeah, if you disagree so, with right. the person you're trying to help stay in office. So there were so many 
issues that were sort of laid bare to me that I am str- I'm still struggling with internally to sort of I, I feel good about what we did. I going there and lobbying and which is, seems like a dirty word. I was doing it for a cause I truly believe in. Mm-hmm. So I could park my politics because this yeah. cause saving right. lives uh, for people with blood cancer and having research for this is so important. We should today. be able to. I mean, the, we, so we, we, we talk about this almost mm-hmm. every day about how we should mm-hmm. be able to park politics when yes. it comes to something we all agree in or believe in. Mm-hmm. But it was a good exercise for me. It was a good exercise for me. You know, like I tuck in the jewelry that I wear so no one had to look at my Jewish star or my dog tags that I wear to free the hostages. That was not visible on me at any time because that be the match also, excuse me, NMDP also said you need to park your politics. Mm-hmm. And when you're in there, you know, you can't lobby for something else. You need to make another appointment if you'd like to meet with them on a right. different cause. And, and they were 100 percent right and everybody was very respectful. But that's something you have to learn right. to put politics aside. And, you know, that's, that brings up a good point, too, about how we automatically assume that if somebody's meeting with somebody or takes, has an audience with someone that they must be a fan or something. Mm-hmm. I think back to when Trump was elected. And remember, before he became president, all these people were showing up at Trump Tower. Like I remember uh, there were... Uh, Steve Harvey. I think there's a story about how Steve Harvey showed up and so many people are like, give me a break. How could you do that? Well, it's like, well, the guy's going to be president of the United States. Hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're advocating for your cause, for your cause. and he asked him, he wants to meet with you, you're meeting you, with the president because that's because your opportunity, you your yeah. right? Or a president elect. So we shouldn't just automatically because somebody, and by the way, Oh, God forbid you meet with somebody else you disagree with mm-hmm. politically. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of the point is to bury that and to say this is our moment Thank where you. we can, you know, find some common ground. And I'm, I might not agree with it when I leave. I'm probably still going to have this view about mm-hmm. this issue and you're going to have your issue. But on this, we may agree. And I think we lose. And that's obviously it's greater. It's a reflection also of how broken the system is. I felt that deeply. I really did. I felt that deeply that, okay, Jordana, <clears throat> you're here for this cause and this is a great cause and you got to do whatever it is in your power to help this cause. And whatever you believe in, you know, this person can help you get a means to an end by passing legislation like the Donor Leave Act. And I felt that deeply that I needed to separate. And I thought, well, I'm just a regular person. If I can do it, these people on the Hill should be able to do it. And we need more of that. So this was actually a good exercise for me for being able to separate the two to get things done. So thank you for articulating that better than I could. Darlene is in Minneapolis. Hi, Darlene. Hello, Jordana. Oh, hi, Darlene. Hi, honey. Um, I want to compliment you for doing what you did. And, you know, the way our world is now, you, you know, you just kind of, you get to the point where you feel hopeless and, you know, and it's just nothing is working. You know, mm-hmm. nobody, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. But right. I am so proud of you because I've had um, my husband and others mm-hmm. die from that cancer. So. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And, you know, I'd like to bring up another thing. You are, you are so good. You should be a politician. Yes. Let's, a, jo- Bite your tongue, let's go. No, no. Jordana for Congress. Come on. Let's start yeah. it right here. Darlene, what's your husband's me. name? What, what's your husband's name? Gary. Gary. I'm going to pray for him when I light Shabbat candles this week. Thank you, sweetheart. Can I t- ask oh. one more thing? Sure. I would like to know why our... Minnesota governor has never, unless I've missed it, has never come a talk on Friday when he used to. He never does that no more. 
And what I'd like to know, do on we what? have... I'm sorry. On Friday? On, oh, like the old radio shows. Yeah. Is that what you're wondering? Yeah. yeah I can yeah. answer that. But uh, you had something else? Go ahead. Okay. And why haven't we been told how many migrants, are, if they're in Minnesota, yeah. and what are we doing with them? And okay. how is that working? All right, Darlene, lots of questions Thanks, to unpack Darlene. there. Uh, the immigration question, I think we can park that for another topic. I'm not sure. But why? The governor should come and do a fireside Well, we used to chat. have, well, no, we I used to that. have um, Jesse Ventura did, mm-hmm. uh, yes. I forgot what it was called. Oh, I don't know. But he did a weekly Friday radio show. Like it was an that. hour long. Mm-hmm. Tim Pawlenty continued mm-hmm. the Friday radio show. Mm-hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, was offered to Governor Dayton at a different time, and the governor said, thanks, but no thanks. So I okay. think that ended it. Okay. But no. We love fantastic. that. I remember when I worked, brief story here, when I worked in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Radio Network had Tommy, uh, was it Tommy Thompson was the governor of Wisconsin at the time, and he would do a Friday show, and it was a call-in. Anybody could call in and ask questions, and it was fantastic really? because people would like go at him, and he'd fire back at them like, oh, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Love but that's, it. oh, yes. That's what we need. Yes. We need some truth. We need to... Have them, you know, I would have, if somebody said to me, I'm not going to support this bill, I want to know why. I would put why, yeah. why, you know, right. that's what we need. The constituents of the country, I think, need more access. Right uh, it is leap year, by the way, <laughs> no. February 29th. Happy birthday to my niece, Emma, who technically it's only her sixth birthday today, but she's 24. So happy birthday, Emma. But a uh, game we're going to play, is it a leap? I'm going to make declarative statements and ask my coworkers here. Is it a leap? Uh, by the way, you can participate by 651-461-9226 if you want to text in a declarative statement and ask us, is it a leap? Like, here's one. Will Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift be married? Are they going to tie the knot? I say they will. Is it a leap? We'll get responses next on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Weather was sponsored by KNS Heating and Air. Okay, happy leap year or leap day, whatever it is. It's a leap year. It's February 29th. So we're going to play this fun new game. Am I potted up there, Dave? Are we ready to go? It is called Is It a Leap? I will make a declarative statement and I will pose the question to either Jordana or David. It's not a question, it's a statement. All you have to say. Do you agree with it, or is it a bit of a leap, or a complete leap? So do you understand both uh, how we're going to do this? Sure. Do we have, I think so, yeah. Did you find some music here to put underneath us? I think this game is a bit of a leap. Oh, come on. So are you ready to play? Is it a leap? I'm who, ready. Who wants to start? I will. Jordana Green, someone other than Donald Trump or Joe Biden will be elected president this November. Is it a leap? Nope, that is not a leap. So you agree? Oh, I'm not, sa- You're I'm not, not saying, saying I- you agree. You're saying no, it's I'm not saying I agree. The- I'm saying it's very possible okay. that somebody other than Joe Biden will be elected this November. <clears throat> On the heels of my Washington trip, 
I can. Would you get some inside intel? No, 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 no. <clears throat> Absolutely not. I nobody just... pulled you aside like Kamala Harris pulled you. <laughs> Kamala Harris pulled you aside. Say, I hey, wish. Psst, Jordana. I wish. I just Joe's again witnessing dysfunction and how nervous people are on the hill. The people that work there. Uh, nothing is a leap. All right. I don't think. Very they weren't good. sure they were going to have jobs after Saturday. So, you know, they nothing is a leap. David Josephson. Yes, sir. The Minnesota Twins are more likely to finish second in the American League Central and miss the postseason than they are to advance to the World Series this year. Is it a leap? Uh, they're more likely to finish second than they are likely to go to the World Series. Uh, yes. I, uh, wait, I don't, I don't quite get the game. Oh, come I agree on. with the statement. So that's it's not, not a leap. A leap. That is not, not a leap. leap. Yes. It is true that more likely I think that they, they will, will win the division, but I think it's unlikely, very unlikely they go to the world series. So I'm still confused. It's not a leap. Figure Finally, we'll answer. come back not to a, you later. Not a leap. It's not that tough, Dave. <laughs> oh, David. It's, it's been four years since we played leap. this game. I don't remember the rules. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember the last time we played in 2020? I don't remember that. No, we didn't. Did, oh, I was, no, like, I was still in the newsroom. We were in the middle of a pandemic. No, yeah, actually, we were in the middle hospital. Of it was right before, yeah. about like, to start a weeks pandemic. before the pandemic. <laughs> Jordana Green. All right, hit me. Taylor Swift has had many loves and many uh, spurned lovers that fuel her creativity. However, she's found her man in Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will tie the knot. Is it a leap? I don't think that's a leap. And I don't think it's a leap because, first of all, Taylor's in her 30s now. Uh, She's had many loves. I think Travis... Maybe is more of an equal as a boyfriend. Maybe some of her other boyfriends were lesser known or you know, very big celebrities. But when she was younger, I think she's learned a lot from her albums and her breakups. And she might be somebody who wants to settle down. So I don't know that – I don't think that this is a huge leap. Um, I think this actually might happen. Very good. Yeah. What about you? I no, I don't oh, think they will. You don't think they will? No. Nope. Okay. So he'll, they'll just the next album they're will just be about be, him. Uh, they're they're having fun. Okay. They're still young. Okay. And I think they'll. How uh, old is he? I don't know. Twenty. Is he in his twenties. Oh yeah, he's probably twenty five, maybe. Oh, so he's younger he's than her. Young. How old is yeah. she? All right, yeah. we'll move on. You uh, contemplate that, Dave Joseph. Can you figure this out now, Dave? So Here's I, yeah, I think I got it, Dave. We will have no <laughs> more accumulating snow this winter. Is. It a leap. That is a leap. We will indeed have more accumulating snow. It'll probably be that type of snow that melts within 24 to 48 hours. But uh, that is a leap. How about this? I, I predict we will have at least one April snowfall this year. We're going to have that roller coaster spring that. Not necessarily accumulating, just falling snow. Or you think we'll have accumulating we'll ha- uh, snow yeah, in April? Accumulating snow in April. Is it a leap? You better better be wrong, buddy. You better be wrong. What? It's also going to be 70 in February. That's a good trade-off. By the way, Travis Kelsey is 34 years old. He's 34? And Taylor well, Swift off. is 34 years old. <laughs> good good job. Were, Only a decade 25. off. They were both born in 1989. Well, changed my mind, you mm-hmm. know. 
What? He's not in his. Kelsey's 34. Your game is a leap, someone says. Yeah. My age uh, <laughs> determination was a leap. Uh, all right. Who we got? Jordana? Yeah. 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 Hit me. Jordana. By next leap year, X, formerly known as Twitter, will no longer exist. Is it a leap? Correct. That is not a leap. It will no longer exist. Really? Correct. You think it's going to be gone? See, Correct. I think it'll still be around. Correct. I just don't um, think uh, it won't be a big of, as big of a thing. It'll be like clearly. MySpace. But I said it totally won't exist anymore. Yeah, it's not a leap. It may exist yep. in a very shallow form of itself. But let me tell you, I'm also going to take a leap and say that TikTok is not going Whoa. to be around in the same form. These social media channels change so much. We put so much emphasis. Oh, my gosh, a world without Twitter. We already live in a world without Twitter. It's basically inefficient, and I don't use it anymore, and I used to use it for breaking news. Other things will come in and make it better. For example, Facebook. Facebook ruled the world, and now it's only older people on Facebook. So it's, you know, my kids aren't on Facebook. I don't know any kids that are. They're only on Facebook to join their youth group, which sends out messages. The soccer team will send out a Facebook message, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I think all of these social media uh, platforms will have some kind of different incarnation. Okay, Mm -hmm. very good. Uh, we heard Byron Buxton on this morning with Vanita. If you missed that, you can go uh, to the uh, podcast, Vanita's morning show podcast, The Morning News, and hear his co- conversation with Vanita. David Josephson, Byron Buxton will play center field for the Twins in more than 60 games this season. Is it a leap? Uh, that is not a leap to say it'll be more than 60 games. When you first posed that, I thought the question was going to be a much higher number, like more than So you're than saying like statements are, are bad. No, he's I'm not criticizing that. the game. First of all, he doesn't know how to play it. I didn't. Then he's criticizing my statements. He's not great. Yeah. You're the new Paul. The number is much higher. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the standard should be we want Byron to be in center field uh, at least 125 games. Okay. So how many games do you think he's going to play? I mean, physically. I'm not talking about, okay, we're only going to put him. I'm saying there's, you know, he's got a propensity to get hurt. Will he make it? Will he play center field 60 or more games this season? Yes. You think so? Okay. Uh, moving on to Jordana. How about a sports question for you? Oh, God. Come on. Really? You can figure this out. Oh, just God. Uh, Despite the best regular season in franchise history, Jordana, the Minnesota Timberwolves will fail to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Is it a leap? They're number one, one again last night in the uh, Western Conference. They've only been to the Western Conference Finals one time in their franchise history. That's the furthest they've ever make, made it. But despite them being number one in the West, they will fail to make the Western Conference Finals. Yes, that's a leap because they will make the okay. Western Conference Finals. Full stop. Excellent. I hope so. It'll be fun spring if that yes, happens. They will. Uh, one more here for Dave. Okay. Daylight saving time starts next Sunday, March tenth. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yep. By next leap year, daylight saving time will be a thing of the past. Is it a leap? Uh, no, that is not a leap. Yeah, I messed it up again. <laughs> So you think by saying no, it's not a leap. You think it will be. There's a good chance it'll be. 
I think it'll still be around for a long time because no. Then you said then that is a leap. Yeah, that is a leap. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> you are terrible. terrible. We're gonna have to get a listener to play Honestly, this game God. because Dave help is us out here at this. Call Katrina. Somebody. Uh, somebody. <laughs> our politicians are inept. Even though we should get rid of it, they can't. They can't agree about when and how and who and sneak it into the right bill or whatever. And it's not mm-hmm. important enough because we've got other dumb things to argue about. About like like how many. Illegal immigrants are in Minnesota, things like that. So we're going to argue about that instead <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and not change anything about it. Last one for Jordana. Yeah. By leap year 2028, 20, uh, the immigration crisis <laughs> will have been solved. Is it a leap? That is a huge leap. Yes. It, yes. It, the on, the, for the only reason, not that it's not a solvable problem. Right. It is a solvable problem. But the ineptitude and the politicking in Washington makes it a political football, and they will not give it up because they think it will win them votes. So it could be solved, but because we're electing the wrong people, it is not. It will not be solved. So yes, that is a leap. Wow, she nailed it right at the where the music built up into a crescendo. I love it. Well, that was done, David. I was going to say at least one person got it. It. Oh, you know, I do have a number of skills. You honestly, being a talk show, a game show host is totally one of them. One of them is not guessing people's ages. <laughs> no, I can guess the weights of animals, but guessing ages of people, not so good. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, thirty-four, not twenty-five. So, does that change your view on whether or not they will get married? No, I just feel like that's a big leap. Marriage is a big I don't leap. No, by Too thirty-four, much of a leap. I think that hear that biological clock. I think that's ticking, and I am. I'm, I'm, it's just total assumption that these people might want to procreate. Yeah, and um, I wonder if they would think they are good genetic matchups. Maybe they don't need to get married to do that. They do, absolutely do not need to get married. But she seems like a romantic, although she hasn't been married before. Yeah. So, I I don't think it's a leap. Nine fifty on News Talk eight three zero WCCU. Happy Leap Day. That was uh, fun. Back after this. Wait, what did you watch for the random review this week? Uh, <laughs> we, we got Chad involved. Okay, did that fail epically? Well, it did because we ended up not reviewing it because... Well, really, we, really, Chad had one job. Oh, it was because of the funeral yesterday. Because <laughs> oh, of the police gosh. funeral, oh, yes. Oh, boy, sorry. Oh, <laughs> so we said, you know what? We probably shouldn't stop the funeral to give our stupid reviews about a... Now I feel bad. Here's a brief synopsis of it. Dave picked it. I mean the oh, no. RRG picked hey, it. I did not pick it. Don't throw it me under the bus. Some, it, was a, oh it was one of these cheesy. It's a random review. Yes, one of these cheesy reality series where they're in search of gold coins on this distant Alaskan island in the Aleutian Islands. And, you know, and it's just Wait, it's did, did boilerplate. I don't know. I got through one. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. They're building a blast shield for a right. fr- front end there might be right bombs yeah. like buried in the dirt. But they're trying to find... Apparently, a pirate long in the 1800s uh, sailed onto this Aleutian Island and buried a bunch of gold coins. Of course he did. Yeah. And then in World War War II, when the U.S. Mm -hmm. opened this base on this island, they were digging paths between their Quonset huts. Mm 
mm-hmm. and a couple of cans were found. So they think there's it's like a real thing. Like some it? of them were I found honestly already. Think I've you... seen, no, I think I've seen the first one. Okay. And then and yes, this island where there's a lot of explosives yes. and they're afraid yes. to dig. Oh my god, I've totally seen the first one of this ages ago. But I <laughs> but I could only get through the first you one because it was so, they, so yeah. They were dragging it on. I was like, just tell me where the coins are if somebody's leg gets and blown it's off. So like you know, they've sit these guys down like you know, and they they pretend like I'm going to find that gold. Oh you know, and there's God. like you can tell they're being coached up to say that. Yeah, it wasn't very and good. Also, by the way, if we if they ever found it, we would have heard about it in the news. Correct. So I'm assuming they don't find and it. And people would have flocked to this island to try to find yeah. these coins. Oh, thank God I was off. I didn't have to. So swing and a miss on that one, but That's you okay. and I were both just talking about Resident Alien, fantastic. Awesome. And now I'm watching Resident Alien at the time I'm I'm rewatching Northern Exposure, which is now on Amazon. And actually, there are a lot of similarities between it. That's a fun show. Oh, fantastic. I've seen that forever. So. Yeah. Loving Resident Alien. So catch up yes. if you can't because that's, that's fully been a fun one. It. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what's coming up in Quick Takes? Well, a restaurant in your neighborhood, Jordana, Ooh. closed its doors for good. That's so sad. Also, um, you can now get mammograms at a big box store. We'll tell you about both <laughs> oh, gosh, of those stories. Cool. Coming up oh, next in gosh. Quick Takes. Which bo- big box well, store are we talking about? Good question. What do you, you think? Adam. Any guesses? Uh, <laughs> Find out. Sears? <laughs> Sears? To- Macy's. They need the help. Bring your boobs oh, to Macy's. <laughs> hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.